0: everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee and call me hashtag boss, leader, the people's mentor. And this is episode 328 of the show. It is money. No, it's not. It's Tuesday. <laughs> what's going on guys? I think you're going to love this episode of the show because this is all about intentionality. It's a bit of a longer training, but I'm telling you it is fire. And every single one of you is going to get a ton of value out of it when you do and if you do, but I know you're going to, if you can just screenshot it, put in your story, tag me at I'm Boss Lee, tag some friends, subscribe and leave a five star review. I would really, really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. So I hope you love this episode of the show. Like I said, I know you will. It's all about intentionality and I can't wait for you to write your biggest takeaways, please, on the story when you post it so I know what part of it gave you the most value. When I think about intentionality, I think about why are we doing what we're doing? You know, why are our businesses the way our businesses are? What is making us show up uh, in the way that we are showing up? What is the purpose behind all we're doing? And if we're going to continue to grow as leaders and we're going to go to the next levels in our businesses... Uh looks like we should obviously. Um oh, by the way, Kelsey, new pro champ, congratulations. Uh if we're gonna continue to have uh you know, I was gonna say more pro champs breaking and I was like, Wait, Kelsey, uh Kelsey you know, we're gonna have more pro champs and more rank eights and more well and we're going to have some rank 9s pretty soon here. I have a pretty strong feeling around that. Uh we're going to have some rank 10s this year. Uh is obviously will has to happen for those of you who say you're making a million dollars a year, right? Uh claiming that there's a lot that we are going to have to work through and some of that is going to have to be the intentions that we are running this business with. Does that make sense to everybody? Like where is what is the purpose in which you are running your business, right? Where is the energy coming from, right? And that makes a huge shift. Uh, You know, some of us are chronic self-sabotagers, you know, and that might be because of your intentions in your business. I'm going to try to unpack some of this stuff on this call today, but I'm sure some of you have been wondering like why was I this why why I've never used to have a balance issue. I never used to struggle to hit MVP. What is going on? Like what all of these little things. We all have different stuff in our business that we're like, "Good God, like why am I doing that?" No one's immune to it, but when you start to identify when it's happening, you it allows you to shift. Right? It allows you to identify what's going on and then why you can build your business. And so uh, this is a quote by Rig Veda. When there is harmony between the mind, heart, and res—oh, between the mind, heart, and resolution, then nothing is impossible. I think some of us are are living very non-harmonious lives right now. Perhaps, if I could guess, uh, just sort from of outside you looking in, for some of us, right? And so I would just say, you know, you we we might want to do this. We might want to calm the seas a little bit we might want to have our minds our hearts and our resolutions aligned so that we are really taking over our worlds right when you look at people who are dominating in whatever respective field they're part of there's almost like this peace around them you know you see these mega successful people and they're still chilled out have any of you wondered you're like how do they do that? Like, how do you still find time for the gym or for, you know, meditation or journaling or doing your makeup or uh, blah, skiing or I don't, whatever your stuff is, right? Like, how do you have time for that? I'm over here going nuts. And I would say there's just that some people have just that utter lack of peace. And so when you start to find your intentionality, you can uh, really, really take over your own world. And so in our heads, we have these images of of what we consider an ideal life, right? I would guess you've probably made a vision board, right? You've probably laid out what your dream goals and life, etc., will look for you. You know what kind of relationships maybe you wanna have. Maybe you know how you wanna spend your time with the business, how you wanna spend time uh, in your free time, what you would love to do in your leisure time, whatever that is, right? And really what you want to achieve. Something I read, oh my God, years ago and I loved it so much and I wish I could quote who it was from, but they just said, and I, I'm positive I've trained this on a champ call before, but it was coon's age ago. Where are your ideas coming from? Where are those ideas of what, you want your life to look like coming from like like that's not you have to answer that right now obviously because that's a deep one I know that's kind of deep but like how many of you were so excited about I'm making something random up a boat you wanted a boat okay and then enough people started telling you, dude, boats are terrible investments. Like they leak, you know, you can't let them sit. You, oh, this is, I mean, you're not even going to use it. Like you think you're going to use it. Trust me, I had a boat growing up and like, you know, you just, you don't really use it the way you think you're going to. And then the weather is not that good up on the lake. So like, yeah, I mean, you really, ah. and then you start switching into, oh no, I'm not a boat person anymore. I'm actually a RV person. I don't know. I feel like I really want an RV. All right. I feel like I got the idea of wanting an RV. Like when I was really, really little, I wanted to go cross country to Yellowstone because I saw like the the photos of Yellowstone erupting and I was like, I need that in my life. Right. Like, can we get a freaking Montana team around here, please? Can we get some people in Montana doing something, please? I'm trying to go visit you. All right. But anyway, so I mean, I digress. Where's the Wyomingites? All right. Or whatever they call themselves. All right. Like, oh, there we go. Here we go. See, this is looking up and up. Here we go. We're looking out west. She says, let's go. Well, there are, well, there are like nine people that live in Wyoming, but I really feel like one of them could be a car earner. So <laughs> North Dakota, South Dakota, come on, man. Utah, hell no. There we go. I'm gonna put my, my head right down after reading that. Thank you. Okay. But these external influences, these certain goals that captivate us, right? We end up designing our lives around achieving things that sometimes we don't even want. I know some of you have noticed this in your life with something uh, uh uh-oh. I can see Sydney's face. That was a, I just felt attacked face. I already know what that face is. Okay. Figure out what's driving those ambitions. Where are the intentions of, we can call it whatever we want. You can call it. Why do you want to make a million dollars this year? You can call it. Why do you want rank eight? You can call it. Why do you want rank seven? Why do you want a Bugatti? Why do you want a private jet? Why do you want of like a luxury, I don't know why I'm back at RVs again, a luxury RV. Why do you want, right, right. Okay, even that works. Right, yes, okay. Find out what actually makes you happy. That's what we need to focus on, right? Ha- write this down in big letters if you're taking um, taking notes. Your target needs to be happiness. Your target Needs to be happiness. And I'm going to go into this today. But it is very obvious when somebody is not operating from a place where they're not pursuing their happiness and their joy. If you ask me what the definition of success is, not that you did, but since I'm talking, (laughs) you've heard me say it before, I'm sure. Some of you know what what my answer is. My definition of of success is joy. It's joy. And I get a lot of joy out of helping people. I get a lot of joy out of traveling and seeing the world because I love understanding different cultures. If you, okay, where's there? David was on my screen a minute ago. There he is. David and Roberto and I had a conversation a week ago, two weeks ago. I said, oh, where in Mexico should I go? Because I'm not going to go to Miami anymore at the end of the month. And they're like, In the, they're typing Cancun at the same time I'm writing, don't freaking say Cancun. Okay. (laughs) And so I said, I am sick of freaking America in Mexico. Okay. When I go to Mexico, I want to go to the ruins. I want to live with the bugs. I want to question the water. Okay. I donkeys, give me the donkeys, David. If that's like a thing, I'm cool with it. Let's go like chickens. Yeah. The chickens on the road, whatever. I love that stuff. I love that stuff because for some reason that brings me a lot of joy. I love seeing the differences in people. I love seeing how other people live. I love just experiencing things that I think I will hate. I used to, to hate that I would, I used to be like, oh, I would hate camping. And then I did it, and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. Like, I kind of like the grungy, whatever. I thought I would hate getting like really nasty and muddy in the sand dunes in Dubai. I almost said no. And then I was like, huh. Let's just do it, and then I mean, I was washing this this red mud out of my hair for like five washes. It was so much fun. I was dirty in areas I didn't know I had crevices. You know what I mean? Like what the hell? Like I have just learned to say yes to things that maybe I hate it, maybe I don't, but I'm going to pursue joy. Okay, and so so much of this in in I'm I'm still training from Think Like a Monk. If you haven't figured this out is he says to think about your motivations. Okay, great example. Andreas is on here. In Germany, I really didn't want to go to the spa at first where you get naked and you sit with your uh, pro champs, okay? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> did I die? No, it was great. All right, so think, oh, uh, that sounded all wrong, whatever. All right, think about your motivations. Think about your motivations. So in this book, he's talking about how there was scripture, like a very long scripture that a monk had memorized. And he started saying it, he started reciting it. And Jay Shetty was like, oh my gosh, I want to be able to do that. And another monk questioned him and said, why? What are your motivations? Do you want to memorize all of the scripture because it's an impre- impressive achievement Or do you want the experience of having actually studied it? In the first, all you want is the outcome. In the second, you are curious about what you might learn from the process. Okay, I read that and my mind exploded. I know you all want to be ranked 10. I get it. I know you all want to be at the top of the leaderboards. You want to cash the $100,000, $200,000, $500,000 monthly checks. I fully understand it. Okay. But why, what are your intentions when you're speaking to people? Why does it matter to you that you're at the top of a leaderboard or you're on the top of the team or you're whatever? Do you just want the achievement or do you want to actually be able to take people through it? Do you actually want to learn? It sucks being stuck at champ for as long as some of you are stuck at champ. I know. Now, I'm not stuck at champ, but can we talk about it? Been stuck at rank 10 longer than a lot of you have been stuck at champ. Okay? I'm over it! <laughs> it's a good story, though. I've learned a lot. We've taken a lot of hits as a team, a lot of insults as a team. Currently, um, I just said it on 212, but I'm going to say it again because this is the leadership group that should know. Um there was a, I guess, a retreat or something in Mexico where our team was just talked crap about, like, the whole time, I guess. But one of the things was that nobody should listen to me because I can't even develop a rank nine. And I was like, they're not even insulting me. They're insulting all of you. So I got pissed because, you know, that's just, ha! <laughs> now I'm going to, like, <laughs> like very aggressive, like mama bear, like I'll rip your face off kind of mode, Uh, but nicely, you know, respectfully rip your face off. Uh, But I got a little pissed, right? Because I think if we ignore the fact that we are on a stable journey, if we ignore the fact that we have some of the largest champ checks by far and rank seven and rank eight checks by far, then we're ignoring the entire point. And so then what is the intention of hitting the rank? Do we hit the rank for clout or do we hit the rank because of the lives we get to change in the process? And so that's where our minds need to go sometimes is what is the intention of building what we're building? Are we doing it the right way? And I would argue 9.9 out of 10 times, the answer is yes, we're doing it the right way. Even if it's frustrating, even if we keep getting knocked down again and pick ourselves back up. Like, Cardi, the great artist, Cardi B. (laughs) She, thank you, George. You know, that was for you. All right, let there's the yes. Okay, she has a song where she says, knock me down nine times and I get up 10. Right? Like, the the great poet, Cardi B. (laughs) I know it's not originally hers, but, like, just get back up again. Because if you're doing it from a place of good intentions... You're going to win. So no matter how disorganized your life is, there are, uh, you, you all have plans. You all have plans of what you want your life to look like, your baby's lives to look like, your family's life to look like, for those of you who maybe don't want babies or your babies are grown or whatever, okay? Or forget that. Like you all have intentions for why you do what you do. For why you show up the way you show up, right? The question though is which one of the four motivations are why you show up the way you show up okay so there are four fundamental motivations fear desire duty and love fear desire duty and love fear that is being driven by I mean this is obviously negative right we talked about fear I think two weeks ago didn't we right okay we talked about fear yeah like that's by being driven by you know fear of failure maybe or fear of like, I'm going to die if I don't hit this rank or this title or this whatever it is, right? Yeah, the fear of missing out, the fear of not being seen, whatever it is for you, right? Are you, do like sometimes people, they say things or they do things and you're like, oh my God. Like have any of you ever had a moment where maybe in one of your group chats or something, you're like, Good God almighty, like where did that come from? Where is the fear base that's inside of that? It's mostly fear. A lot of times when your teammates are popping off on you or acting a fool or taking things really freaking personally and you're like, what is going on? It's fear, right? The controlling thing that some people do, you've seen this, right? You've seen this in something, maybe a job you had in the past, maybe an upline another company. This controlling thing people do, They're so scared they're going to lose their team, aren't they? They're so scared they're going to lose their business, aren't they? They're so scared. And how many of you have seen, and this is like in literally any business, okay? Because my mind just went to the ice cream shop. So I'm literally not talking about any of you, okay? Like I remember working in this ice cream shop when I was 13 years old. It was my first job. And this manager was so scared of everything. I swear to God, he was, like, counting the peanuts that go on top of the freaking ice cream. Like, it was a big deal. Like, no free scoops. No free scoops. No, oh, what a tip jar. Wow, Did you mop the floor right? Like, it was, like, one of these, like, I mean, he was, like, a terrorist. You couldn't do anything right. He's like, basically, big brother, you know, you knew he was watching you. Like, you knew he had the cameras at all times just to, just to watch you, you know, adjust a shirt or something. And then, ah, uh, you didn't wash your hands. Like, this is pre-COVID, you know what I mean? It wasn't like that crazy 20 years ago. Like, oh, my God, that was 20 years ago. Good Lord. Okay, I've officially aged myself. Ah, oh, anyway. oh jeez. Like, he drove everyone away. Everyone he drove away, all the employees, the ice cream shop literally shut down and just turned into the gas station. And it was because of this crazy fear of what? A peanut? I mean, I don't know what the peanut is in respect to your business, but y'all are like thinking of things, right? Like, what is the thing you're so worried about? What is it? You can put it in the chat. I don't know what it is. Some of you are like, wide-eyed right now like doing this thing I got no lashes on so I'm trying to be wide-eyed but I can't do the Brittany Anderson you know like really trying okay like what is the peanut for you that you are literally shoving good people away because of your fears of what being an inadequate leader or I don't know what it is but we do these things all of us do these things so this is not me calling Brooke out or Kayla out or Stephanie out or Andreas out we all do this stuff okay okay But what is your peanut? That's going to be my little analogy today. What's your peanut? Okay. Desire is the second. And this, I see more than probably anything in network marketing. Desire, if that's your intention, is seeking personal gratification through success, through wealth, and through pleasure. And I'm going to go deep into all of these. Okay. But I will tell you, you know what I'm talking about. The people that with no, you have no business wearing a $700, $500 Gucci belt, and it's like you're making three grand a month, and you're the first one to run out to the Gucci store. No. Why? Go buy a fake one if it really matters to you that much. Go get it for $50 on Wish or something. I don't know. All right? And then just keep working so you don't have to keep wishing. All right? Like, But what is the desired outcome, right? The personal gratification, not a great intention to build a business from. Not, not a great, not a great way. Like there's a reason I've said this. I, I, I sometimes keep people, you know, let, let people know And what all I'm saying is like, sometimes I'll put myself on a leaderboard. Like what, once a month, maybe two times a month, just to let people know, like, no, 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 I'm working. I'm working. Yesterday night, like at the end of the night, I looked right before I already, had, I don't know what it is right now, but before our call started last night, I already had 26 customers this month. So I set it on the zoom just so people were like, Oh Jesus. Right. Or I'll be like, nobody's recruiting anywhere. Like, no. Or the all-star comment, right? Like, okay. Our owner called me and said, did you know you're hitting all-star every week? Oh yeah. Cool. I know. Like I'm, I'm aware of how many MVPs I'm developing things, you know, like little things like that just to let people know. But not to be like every single, like, I would rather build, y'all, bring y'all up with me, right? I'd rather show your names a million times. I got so excited, you know, posting names like, uh, um, this girl's under Brie, Madison Howard, you know, brand new, smoking, rank five, like her first month. Are you kidding me? 79, 72 enrollments or something like that. Crazy. Like, I'd rather tell stories like that all day. She's not the only one either. That, that leaderboard has a lot of new faces on it, right? So anyway, desire, duty. Duty is being motivated by gratitude, responsibility, and the desire to do the right thing. And then the fourth intention is love. And that is running your business, building your business, because you care about other people and you have a desire to help them. Now, today, I was at, um, uh, like, he's a homeopathic doctor, I guess. He's one of the best in literally entire world, happens to be in Frisco, Texas. (laughs) I met him in the mastermind, shocker. Uh, I was like, oh, wow, okay. And he was telling me all about uh, meridians and all about, uh, like, different energy things in your body and Eastern medicine and uh, oh my god, liver detoxes, and coffee enemas, and, um, oh my god, like, he was telling, uh, kidney detoxes, y'all all got parasites, like, I was learning the most, okay, I was learning, I was like, oh my god, get these bugs out of us, I'm gonna send all of you guys coffee enemas, that'll be this month's incentive, okay, <laughs> I don't know much about it yet, but I <laughs> who's excited for the coffee enema no no okay well you keep your bugs then I'm gonna go ahead and uh get my bugs out of me but anyway a lot of things like that are that are uh lined up with you know obviously digestive issues or anxiety literally depression uh your brain fog the way you digest foods like you it's because you're all out of whack Things like, uh, he's like, oh, do you have a belly button piercing? I'm like, not anymore. He's like, yep, okay, we need to fix your meridians. Punctures are not, I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking to me about. But it was a two hour first meeting with this guy. He's so freaking smart, crazy. He's like, literally, he's like, we, you can prevent any disease. There's no reason anybody gets cancers, none of this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I mean, uh, you got my attention, let's go. And the mo- he said, what I'm about to ask you is the most important Part of your entry, like exam or something like that, right? And I said, okay, um, is it about to get like deep and weird? He's like, maybe. And he said, and I'm just asking all of you, write these things down. He's like, what is your purpose in life? And it was very easy for me to respond, right? Uh, And I went down this rabbit hole. I'm talking about purpose and serving and all this stuff. And he goes yeah, see, so this makes sense to me why you have no idea what anxiety feels like. Like he's explaining, I'm like, I, I don't, I've never felt that before. Like he's explaining all these different things and it's not to say there's anything wrong with me of you. Okay, like I'm not trying to diagnose, I'm not a doctor, I'm just telling you about my experience today. Okay, so don't misunderstand me. And he said, when you are coming from a place of You are telling me your purpose is to serve and you are telling me your purpose is to love and care about people and you're telling me your purpose is to leave a lasting legacy that outlives you and you're telling me all these things and I look at the life you are living and what you do on a daily basis is serve and love and care about people and bring people with you on your journey He's like, this is why when I asked you 20 minutes ago about your sleep, you don't have sleep issues, which is funny because remember last week on a call, I said something about like, I I know who I am. I go to bed fine. My head hits the pillow. I'm out. Remember I was talking about that? I mean, I didn't know it was going to pull full full circle this morning, but he's like, that's where this comes from. More people need to say, this is my life purpose, whatever that is for any of you. And then our the actions you're actually doing in your life, in your business, are they aligned? Because you can say all day long, oh my gosh, it is my purpose to serve the world. It is my purpose to help other people. It is my purpose to be a good human. It is my purpose to educate people on ABCDEFG. It's my purpose to, you get the point. And then if your actions are completely out of line and out of whack Sounds like Courtney Chapman kind of knew some of the whatever I was trying to say. He's like, that's where all of this is; these issues come from in people's actual health. It manifests in their physical state. So anyway, today was just day one. I got to do some clay thing with some something to fix my somethings. And then some castor oil, something, something with some crystal infrared, something, something. I got to do some biometric. I don't even know. I'll let y'all know how it goes. All right. But I'm going to get all aligned and then I'm going to mail you guys coffee enemas. Okay, so. The four four motivations drive everything you do, whether, again, it is fear, desire, duty, or love. You make choices, for example, like say you're scared to drop rank. Think about the way you show up in your business. Have any of you ever miss MVP multiplier and you kind of realized you were going to miss it probably around like, I don't know, 10 days left in the month, eight days of the month, maybe five days left in the month. And you were just freaking repelling people from you, right? Then you went to try to go for it and you were just repelling people from you. Did you ever think it might've been because of your intention? It wasn't coming from a place of good intention. Did you ever miss pro champ ever miss champ ever miss whatever it is you're going for? And you're wondering why? Well, maybe this is why, right? Because we're making these choices. Maybe, maybe we say we want to uh, win, whatever winning looks like for you, rank 8, 9, 10, whatever. But is it because you want the admiration? Right? Is it because you want Brian Underwood to say your name? What is the real reason that we do the things that we do, right? Are we, are we, are we doing these things because we hope to make our parents proud? Probably a lot of that going on, right? A lot of head shaking. No, okay, I like that. That's good, okay? Or, you know, again, like I said, is it because you want people maybe to live a better life? Okay, so the first one I talked about was fear. And the problem with fear being the intention in which you are coming from is that fear is not sustainable. Fear is not sustainable, okay? When fear motivates you, you pick what you want to achieve. Maybe that's a promotion. Maybe that is um, a relationship. Come on. I know y'all have done that. Some of y'all, here, let's be honest. I got married out of fear. (laughs) Like I'm gonna be so real with you. My ex-husband, I married him because I was switching it from a direct sales company into a network marketing company. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have health insurance. Isn't that the stupid, I can't. I can't be the only one who married somebody for a stupid freaking reason. That's the truth. That's the real tea. Like y'all are. Some of you are in relationships for dumb reasons right now, as we speak. And you can keep your stone face on. I already know. You already know. Pack it up. Take it home. You know. And then Angela sips her coffee. (laughs) All right. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just saying it. Some of you, uh, you know, you're you're so motivated. To by the fear of, um, I don't really know what it is that's driving you in your business, but you're so scared of the promotion. So you go crazy for it. You hit the rank and then you drop the rank because you were only scared for the one month that you're, that you're, you were threatened to have your house electricity shut off or whatever it is. You were so scared that you weren't going to pay the mortgage. So you stepped up, you went crazy. Well, what happened the next month? Right. I think what Brittany would say to this is facts are not attacks. Like that comes from such a place of love, but like, check yourself. Just check yourself. It can't be sustained. It brings you that temporary safety and security. It's not sustainable. Right. Like, okay, here's an example. How many of you have ever had a job that you were like, not very good at? And like your boss was on to you a little bit, just me. Okay. I'll use the example. So, uh, since it's only me, I'm going to give you my example. I was working in a pathology lab. I was a really crappy employee. Everybody knows I ended up getting fired. Right. But as soon as my, my boss said to me, you know, you're literally not organized enough. You, uh, you, you, you're, you're doing a lot of shortcuts in everything you're doing. I was like, oh, I'm going to get fired if I keep doing this. And the fear of losing my job, I was like really good guys for like a week. Okay, let's talk about it. For like a whole week, I was moved into immediate action. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna figure out how to organize this desk. Let me get my pens and put it next to the highlighters, go next to the pens. I don't do that. Go, Uh uh-oh, I'm I'm gonna figure it out. Okay, let me move this paper over here. This is terrible. Okay, I was motivated very temporarily to get organized. Just like many of you are very motivated temporarily to hit the rank or whatever because of an external thing. okay. So again, it's not sustainable though. So, not a good intention, okay? The second like I said is desire. Right? Desire is again when you chase the personal gratification, usually around material goals like oh, I want the million dollar home, oh, I want the Gucci belt, the Gucci shoes, I want the uh Porsche, I want that whatever it is, right? Um I want an amazing wedding, whatever these desires are, okay? And this goes back to what I said. Are your desires you're writing down? Are they actually coming from inside of you or from inside of somebody else? Right? You need to ask yourself that because what is your idea of a successful wedding or a successful marriage, or I don't know, I'm on marriage right now, or a successful, um, a successful business or a successful team of leaders or whatever it is, okay? In this book, they say that when we let achievements and acquisitions determine our course of path in life, we're living in the illusion that happiness comes from external measures of success. But all too often, we find that when we finally get what we want, when we find success, it doesn't lead to happiness. Jim Carrey once said, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see it's not the answer. I mean, that's powerful, right? Um, I don't know if you know this, but it is a fact that right around seventy five thousand dollars a year, your level of overall life satisfaction does not get any higher. Which means people making seventy five thousand U S dollars a year are as happy as a Jeff Bezos, an Elon Musk, a whoever. So I want you to take it out of your head that as soon as you start making 50 grand a month, you become happier. I know a lot of miserable people making 50 grand a month. Y'all feel it. Y'all are woke enough. Some of you know people making 50 grand a month. I'm sure you do. Y'all are in Clubhouse. They aren't happy. They're literally not fulfilled. Because they know they're not doing things. They know they're not coming from a place of intention. You can cash checks all day long. I promise you, the money's not the answer. Once you're out of debt, once you have enough to pay the bills, take your kids on a vacation if you've got them, have a little bit extra, not be stressed out, that's it. That's it. Can't spend the money I make anyway. That's why I'm paying for Eastern medicine. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, like, you can't spend the money anyway. It's not going to make you happy the way you think it is. All right? It's an illusion. It is an illusion. All right? So, maternal material gratification, oh, I can't even talk. Material material gratification is external, but happiness is internal. In this book there's a story. When monks talk about happiness, they tell a story of the musk deer. A tale derived from a poem by Kabir, a 15th century Indian mystic and poet. The musk deer picks up an irresistible scent. In the forest and chases it, searching for the source, not realizing that the scent comes from its own pores. It spends its whole life wandering fruitlessly in the same way we search for happiness, finding it elusive when it can be found within us. Whoa. Happiness and fulfillment come only from mastering the mind connecting with your actual soul, guys. What are we doing on a deeper level? It's not from the objects. It's not from the, like, I'm just telling you. I'm just promising you that it's not, okay? Now, if fear is limiting us, limiting us, and if desire in uh, the success is not satisfying us, <coughs> coronavirus, all right? You've probably guessed, thank you, you've probably guessed that duty and love have a lot more to offer, Right? The intentionality of duty and love are where your happiness is going to stem from, okay? A life full of joy and a life full of meaning. Now, according to this book, joys don't, joys, monks don't seek joy, but I'm no monk, <laughs> all right? I'm out here seeking joy, okay? And so, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but how many of you, has anyone ever lost somebody close to them? I mean, like, actually, they've like physically passed away, and in the moment when the person passes away, the last thing you would ever want to hear is like, "Oh, this is all for the better." There's so much good in this. Oh, there's so much meaning to this. You're gonna learn so many life lessons. I mean, you would punch, you would like, you would like, you know, hurt somebody when they say that if it if it's raw and real. But how many of you have been able to? survive those worst tragedies, obviously for me, that's losing my Nana, by looking for the meaning in the loss. Right? That's the whole point of intention. Where, what did you learn? What is the meaning of this? You have to go deeper than just stuff. And you have to go deeper than just winning. It has to mean more. Because money, mansions, cars, trips, Rolexes, diamonds, Nike shoes, if you breathe, just kidding, right? They're not the only wealth. Did you guys see these shoes, by the way? Oh, my God. Sorry, ADD. But like, look how fire these are. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm done. All right. That's a little bit of like a hat. I mean, I really like it. <laughs> look, hoard the wealth and the spirit. Okay? Okay. Your character is wealth. I promise you. Your character is wealth. Good conduct in your business and in your life is wealth. What, is, what are people going to think about you? Like, as in who you really are. Not like, oh, they thought I was this, but I wasn't that. But you really are that. When you're gone. Right? That spiritual wisdom almost that allows you to grow is so much more than the money, the mansions, the whatever, okay? And so I think we need to remember that, and I love this so much. We can better handle discomfort when we associate it with a goal, a purpose, or a person we care about. So the intentions of love. How many of you have done something for somebody And while you're doing it, you're like, why am I doing this? Like, this does not benefit me at all. Right? You're not making any money. It's not making you happy. But you're doing it because you're like, I'm coming from a place of serving. Anyone ever done anything like that? I'm pretty sure if you have a little human being that came out of your body in one way or another, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Okay? We can better handle discomfort when we associate with a goal, purpose, or person we care about. For example, when it comes to planning a child's birthday party, a parent might be more than willing to endure the unpleasantness of staying up late because the pain of lost sleep is offset by the satisfaction of being a loving mother. Okay? Look in your business. Think about the drives over to Champ's houses to help them break Champ. Think about the nights you stay up to help somebody achieve something that matters them. Think about the three-way chats where you're like, Oh my god, are you kidding me? Think about leading empire games, <laughs> right? When you're like, Good God Almighty, this is a lot of work. Think about the rank chats. Think about the the um the zooms that you do, think about the trainings you're part of. Think about all of these different things. But why do you show up and learn? Why do you show up and continue to grow? Right? Why do we do these things? Well, we do these things because you have purpose in it. You know what I mean? There's purpose and there's duty. And most importantly, the intentionality is love. Like, there's been plenty of leaders in the network marketing space that make, I mean, ooh, crazy money. They don't train. They don't offer Zooms. They don't have systems. You sign up with these people and they join the witness protection program never to be seen again. Right? Yes. Because what is their intentionality? Probably desire. Right? Maybe a little bit of fear if they don't recruit that person, they don't get their $10,000 bonus. But then that goes back into desire. Desire. It might not be the fast game, but it's the long game. I promise money without fulfillment is no fulfillment at all. You'll also get paid more, I promise you, in the long run, for sure, when it's coming from duty and love. No doubt about it. Like, I know for a fact my frontline champs get harassed by these new... 470 recruits of mine (laughs) I know for a fact right and like I guess at some level they know that I place recruits so they're probably like hey maybe that person will really connect with me and Jesse Lee will will place them under me yeah there's probably a bit of that but like the duty and the love of keeping the team together whoo sheesh, think about it, right, the pain of lost sleep is offset by the satisfaction of being a loving mother, how many of you have seen the faces of, of your kid, you know, your kid's faces on their birthday, when you've worked your business, and you're tired, and you stayed up late to get the right, you know, dino cake, or whatever the hell else, you know, the, the right Elsa, or the, you know, the, I, I don't know what y'all are doing out there for birthdays these days. Hand cut decorations. Yeah, whatever. you I don't even know what you're talking about. But yes, that sounds terrible. Smash cakes. Those are so cool. I want those. uh You know, whatever it is that you're doing. It's the best. Okay. It's the best, Brie, but why is it the best? Because you love your daughters. Do you see my point? The intention is because she loves her daughters. Your team, same way. How many of you have ever had a champ break underneath of you? Like you've developed a champion? Have you ever noticed that when we hit rank six, seven, eight, nine, ten, two million, three million 10, 2 million, 3 million in volume, I'm like, woohoo! You guys always wanted to do Zooms. I'm like, woohoo! Yeah! go empire, go empire, go empire, go empire. And then I'm on like literally every single one of your champ zooms. I'm like sobbing. I like, my eyes almost fall out of my head. I have to buy extra tissues. It's like a whole thing. Right? Hmm. Because it's coming from love. It's a different intention. And maybe that's why we're such a stable team, but it's just something you can't fake. You can't fake a mother's love. Am I right? Are there any dads on here? I don't think there's any dads on here. Yeah, I don't think there's any dads. All right, so you can't fake a mother's love. There's a lot of moms though. Chris is not a father. What on God's green earth? You are really trying to age that poor boy. All right, (laughs) Andreas is like, I might be a father. We're gonna call Maury. All right, so, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) All right, but I just want you to think about that because you can take on a lot more in your business when you're doing it for someone you love or when you're doing it to serve a purpose? For someone you love or to serve a purpose. So, what is the purpose behind how you show up in your business? Is it to be the best or is it to help a whole bunch more people be their best self? Because it is a miss what is Maury? <laughs> It is a misguided idea that you will find happiness through success. I'll say that again. It is a misguided idea that you will find happiness through success. You've heard me say it a million times before. The success, or excuse me, the the destination is the journey. The destination is the journey, okay? And your intention is who you plan to be in order to act with purpose and feel that what you do is meaningful, And so a lot of us, we need to dig, 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 dig deep into the deepest why behind why we want what we want, okay? We've got to search for more answers as to why we're doing what we're doing because otherwise we start to have very hollow businesses, right? We start to have hollow businesses that we just, we're going through the motions. It's very hard to sustain a business when you're going through the motions or you're leading from fear or you're leading from desire, okay? Okay. Most people are um are afraid of stuff. And when you do exercises like Dean Graziosi's 7 levels deep to get to a why, you'll find out a lot of reasons why people do things and a lot of it is not what they say. So in this book he goes through an entire thing where he says, uh here we go. Why do you want this person says, I want to sail around the world. Well, why do you want to sail around the world? It'll be fun. I get to see lots of places and prove to myself that I'm a great sailor. Well, sounds like your intention is to gratify yourself and that you are motivated by desire. But what if your answer to the question was, It was always my father's dream to sail around the world. I'm doing it for him. In this case, your intention is to honor your father and you are motivated by duty and love. I'm sailing around the world so I can be free. I won't be accountable to anyone. I can leave all my responsibilities behind. That sailor intends to escape. He is driven by fear. Now, we can do it with money, right? My biggest want is money. And here's, and and, uh, (laughs) this is funny. My biggest want is money. And here's Jay probably about to tell me to become kind and compassionate. That's not going to (laughs) help. Okay, well, he says, wanting to be rich for the sake of being rich is fine. It's firmly in the category of material gratification, so you can't expect it to give you an internal sense of fulfillment. Nonetheless, material comforts are undeniably part of what we want from life, so let's get to the root of this goal rather than just dismissing it. I love that because there's a lot of you on here where it still is for the money. That's okay. So wealth is your desired income, why? I don't wanna ever have to worry about money again. You ever heard somebody say that? Yeah? Oh, my God, Andreas. What? Oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> why do you want to worry about money? Why do, you, why do you worry about money? I can't afford to take the vacations I dream about. This is probably already sounding familiar for some people. Well, why do you want those vacations? Well, I see everybody else. On exotic trips on social media. Why do they get to do that when I can't? Why do you want what they want? They're having so much more fun than I have on my weekends. Ah. Now we're at the root of what the want is. Your weekends are unfulfilling. So what's missing? Well, I want my life to be more exciting, more adventurous, more exhilarating. Okay. So your intention is to make your life more exciting. Do you see... How that is different than I want money. So many of us are still chasing money. And money's not what you're actually searching for. And because you think that's your intention, that's what you keep on going after. So I want you to ask yourself why You want this business to work, and I want you to see if you can figure out your real intentions behind leading the team, the real intentions behind the leaderboards, the real intentions behind the ranks, the real intentions behind the paychecks, and then I want to tell you the story from this weekend that just, it's crazy. All right, so uh, first thing I want you to do, let's do the math. Can everybody write down, first of all, 168? Does anybody know what 168 hours equals? Seven days left. Seven days. What if I told you that's how long you had to live? What would you do? You can put it in the chat. Like, what would you do if you knew you had a week left? Like, you can put one thing, maybe. I know there's probably a lot of stuff you would want to do. But, like, what's something you would do? Even this, by the way, I kind of wonder if everyone's saying the same thing because you think that's what you're supposed to say. (laughs) I'm not going to call anyone out. I'm just wondering. So anyway, all right. Whatever it is that you actually thought about, but you didn't write in the chat, start doing it now because now we're going to do this. If you are a woman, put the number 82 in a calculator, like get your calculator out Take out the number, take out uh, whatever and put in 82, okay? If you're a man, put 78, all right? Now subtract your age and then put that number in the chat, okay? Statistically speaking, that is how many years you have left to live. Now, keep your calculator out, multiply it by 365. That is about how many days you have left on the planet. Put that in the chat. And I don't know about you, that's not enough. How is 21,900 days enough? That's not enough. Now multiply that by 0.67 and put that in the chat because that is how many working days you have left on the planet, meaning you sleep a a third of it, right, around eight hours a night. Here's the fact, guys. You get to choose what every day of your life looks like. Every day of those 12,000, those 6,000, those 8,000, those 9,000 days left, you get to choose. But that's not that big of a number. Some of you have plenty of kids who can count that high. That's not that big of a number. So why are we acting like we have plenty of time? The time is now. And the way this man wrapped this together, and I will say this and I will let y'all go because it's... might make you think, it might make you recruit some people. I don't know what it might make you do, but it's gonna make you think differently. Is this man got on a stage? The man is has sold multiple billion dollar companies. Okay? Like he's super successful. Ten years ago he got on a plane and on the plane out of first class started shooting what looked like smoke fire extinguishers like shooting down the aisles okay and over the intercom by the way he showed us the video he recorded all of it over the intercom the flight attendant screams fire in first class fire in first class well i don't know if you know what happens when a plane catches fire i didn't know until this weekend But the plane goes into a nosedive to try to put the fire out. Maybe something about altitude. I don't know the science behind it. But this plane basically did a free fall from over 30,000 feet to 10,000 feet in less than a minute. And over the intercom, the pilot said, brace for impact. And the only thing this man could hear as he sat in his seat, and his daughter and wife were sitting on the other side of the plane, a couple rows behind him, was his daughter, who's six years old, shrieking for her daddy. And he couldn't get to her. And obviously, he lived, since I heard him telling the story, but he said when he almost died in that plane crash, is when every single business of his took off, when every single thing in his life took off, when his marriage got better than ever, when his relationship with his children got better than ever, when his health and wellness got better than ever because it got him really focused. Some of you are really good at making money. And it gets really easy to focus on all the wrong things. You need to start focusing on the right stuff. You're going to be on your deathbed one day, whether it's tomorrow or whether it's in 18,000 days, 15, whatever it was. You're not going to be saying, oh, I wish I had, you know, made another million dollars. You're going to say, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to build the business to leave a bigger legacy for my family. I wish I had the time to go do more freaking Facebook lives so I can make a bigger impact and legacy for my community. I wish I had the time to focus on the freaking business and do the things I needed to do to stabilize my business. Instead, I was jerking around, not doing what I needed to do. And now I don't have anything to leave them. Guys, the time is now. It's today. We don't get more time. You can't buy it. So it's time to start taking action. It's time to stop doing the things that bring you not $0 an hour or $4 an hour when you can hire stuff out. Where can you create the most impact? Where can you get most focused? Because you don't know if it's today. You don't know if it's in five years. You don't know if it's in 100 years. But if you don't know, and if I promised you you have seven days left and you said you would do all those things to make sure your money's right for your family, you'd make sure you you get to spend more time with your family, you'd make sure you get to, then start today. I listen to million dollar earners every year talk constantly. And I listen to y'all train a lot more than you know I do. I poke in on stuff all the time. I'm sneaky. You're better than a lot of them, if not all of them. They're just more focused. So, I really love you. (laughs) I just want us to get focused and I want us to get laser focused on what we need to do to get our businesses where we want it to go. It is a new month. We have a lot of amazing new people on this team. We have a lot of amazing people that are ready to be recruited by you. We have a lot of amazing incentives and I mean, guys, this weekend... It is about to be the Empire Weekend. I feel like you know that. Like, Epic is going to be epic for this team. Like, you're so good. Give them something to talk about. If they're going to spend their time in Mexico, huddled and powwowed around about how you're not good, just get really focused and just show them how great you are.